Your coast-to-coast source for wedding planning and info is live. Live. The WeddingZilla Podcast. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Or even just thinking about it. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Featuring interviews and advice from some of the top professionals in the wedding industry. Connect. Facebook. Instagram. Connect on Facebook and Instagram. At The WeddingZilla. At The WeddingZilla. And even submit ideas for future episodes. Welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. This is Wyatt, Southern California. Wyatt Hill from Southern California. This is Matt Johnson from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., here to talk about weddings and everything connected to it. Good to be here tonight. It's still summertime. Summertime. It's uh, the... The sun's starting to set a little bit earlier, which is always like, wow, okay. You know, summer's going by. But it's not over yet. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not ready to put my hands up and go. It's over. It's, it's far from over. The sun is setting, but there's still plenty of uh, good warm weather here on the East Coast and good warm water to jump into. And still a lot to get out of it, I, I think, um, before you, you know, throw up your sandals. I don't know about down. all that, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do. I'm all about that. You know, I'm still there's there's time. There's time left. So grab it while you can. And you know, here in the nation's capital, the I know it's political, meaning that um, I live in the nation's capital. You have all the people running the country work here. They're going on vacations. You know, shops are closing, and uh, people are going on vacation. And that includes all the people that work for our government. They're going to various places. I won't mention them. Um, but they're going to various places and, um, uh, you know, people are vacationing now. So weddings are slowing down. They slow down traditionally a little bit in August, but not completely. And uh, see, man, it's a different thing here. It, here it's, it's actually August is busy. Well, it's not that say, you know, we're a little busier than normal, a little bit, not much, but, but people, People here do go on, you know, like the local restaurants are like, hey, why aren't I packed tonight and stuff? It's like, well, because people are in, uh, you know, Nantucket Island, Martha's Vineyard, Maine, uh, um, you know, uh, South Carolina, uh, Ocean City, they're in New Jersey. They're at the beach. They're, they're, they've gone. You know, it's, it's, it's August because September is right around the corner and they've gone on vacation. You know, Matt, stop, stop talking about all that fun stuff because, you know, I, I, I'm originally from Southern California. You know, my family, I grew up here. You know, I moved away. You know, I was on the East Coast and then we moved back here. And you know what? I miss me and my wife. We both we miss every we miss every bit of the East Coast. We, we, we would leave in a minute if we weren't uh, if we didn't have, uh, you didn't have jobs here, you know. There's no jobs here, so don't come here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There Everyone have, says the economy's doing good. No well, jobs in the Washington D.C. area. Well, actually, there's a few coming up that may be opening soon, so have to apply from within. All right, so Matt, yeah. uh, you know, not last episode, but episode 16, we talked about uh-huh. uh, cocktail and reception, yeah. and it actually was a pretty lengthy conversation. I think we actually went like 45, 50 minutes. We apologize to our. So yeah, we apologize to our, our listeners, but uh, there's just so much in there. Yeah, but if they are listening, 
There is a lot. And, you, you know, I had two uh, planning meetings tonight. My Monday tonight has been off the hook. I won't go into detail, but it's, it was just, you know, busy, very busy. And, you know, these clients are concerned. They're like, hey, are people going to dance at my wedding? And, you know, all, they have all these great questions and um, um, and concerns about what's going to go on at their event and uh, want to make sure things flow uh, smoothly. And, um, you know, you're here to answer all their questions for them. They have a lot of concerns and, um, you know, questions about music, timeline, coordination. And uh, since I met some mentioned music you have a few things to say that you'd like to say about music well i do have some music topics that we're going to kind of go over that is okay music i do i do have some music topics but i guess first i want to kind of get into you know thinking about selecting your music to give to your to your dj and mc and i guess one thing is is you know there is different methods that djs out there collect information um the method I use, and I believe the same method you use, Matt, is we have a you know clients get an online portal, they get their online account, they're able to input their music in in uh, in there, they're able to put in there as you know um, must play uh, request, you know uh, a play if requested, uh, 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 don't play, uh, and several different little uh, dedication and and different options there, and. But I kind of want to take it a step further. And I guess kind of the biggest question that I usually get is, how, how much music do you give your DJ? What would your answer be, Matt? Well, you give them as much music as you want. Um, you give a must-play list. That means must-play. I want to know what you don't want to hear. You know, if there's certain music um, you don't want to hear, I want to know what it is. I, I can't read people's minds. I do read crowds, but... <clears throat> I'd like to know if there's certain music you don't want to hear at your reception. So I'd rather hear more of what you want than less. So I get a real good idea of how you're thinking and what direction we want to go in. Well, see, man, I think that is important, but I think that should be more conversational. Um, because I, I, and I guess when it comes to couples, I mean, I, I, I usually put couples in kind of two different buckets. Uh, one couple, you know, usually they'll give me tons of music and they always put it in the must play. And, you know, so pretty much you've programmed out your whole wedding. So really all I'm doing, I'm not reading the crowd. I'm just playing music. I'm organizing it, you know, hopefully playing the track where I think it'll work best. So it's successful and, and which is fine. I mean, you're paying obviously, but you're not, I'm not utilizing any of my talents. Um, and, and, and also at the same time, I, it's very tough for me, I guess, as a DJ to say, yes, this is going to work. Because I, 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 you know, I'm always surprised. Okay, you know, well, I shouldn't say always, but I, I do get surprised occasionally. But more often than not, I, I think I'm on the money about, yeah, that's going to work. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. What do you, what do you say about that, man? Well, you never know. I mean, I've certainly been handed a play this before, and I've kind of looked at it with, oh, okay, really. But then the night of, you play for their guests, and it's like, okay, what did I know? You know, I got schooled. Uh, that's what her and her friends dance to. And, you know, so you, you always have to remain open to a certain degree. Um, you have to remain open and see, see where it goes. Um, let them decide. But if it doesn't work, hopefully they give you that out. You know, hopefully 
the client will give you the out to say, okay, this isn't working. Let me go in this Right, direction. right. So I guess, and then there's the other direction where the couples don't give me anything. Um, and I guess what I'm looking for, just like you said, Matt, I mean, we're not mind readers. I mean, we're supposed to show up to your event. We don't, you know, we're supposed to get to know you, get to know about, you know, your vibe, if you will, what's what, you know, what type of uh, experience you're looking for and, you know, be, be able to show up, play music, get people on the dance floor, make sure everyone has a good time and, uh, and, and rock out. Right. So I guess, you know, not giving us any music is also a downfall too as well. Right. It can be. Absolutely. Certainly. It, 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 if they don't give me any music, I say, wait, there's nothing that you like or don't, nothing that you like or don't like. That's, that's a, Hard equation to figure out. Um, there is a gentleman uh, that is known in the wedding industry. His name is uh, Randy Bartlett out of California. You know who he is. Some people may know who he is. Um, but Randy talks like he, he said if he had three hours with his client to get information, that might not be long enough. And I'm like, wow, okay. But I kind of get where he's getting at. The more information that we have as DJs, you know, um, uh, for example, I sat with a client tonight and she said, you know, my, 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 um, mother-in-law loves this last song that I picked, you know, to end the night with, but my father-in-law does it. So what do I do with it? It's like, in my opinion, I thought it was a great song considering where they're from and yada, yada, yada. But, um, you know, that's good information for me to have. Um, you know, that, wow, okay, you know, certain people in your, you know, um, family are deciding um, what's maybe right for you, what's traditional, what's not traditional. Um, Man, it's real simple. You just, when you, when you see them, you go use the restroom, you hit play. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, Randy talked about, he wishes he had three hours with the client. And sometimes I'm with an hour with a client and I'm like, okay, I have enough information. I'm thinking three hours. Like, what would you, well, see, what would you know? But when he went into detail, it's stuff I didn't really think about. Like, oh, you know, you know, you're, it could be something integral in their family makeup. Um, for example, there are, um, this was tonight. The, the client said, her father had passed maybe 12 years ago. Her mother remarried, but her, her stepfather was in her life for a long period of time. And it, and it was a question of, do we call him your stepfather? Do we say, you know, the, the bride is going to dance a special dance with Kevin, his first name. His name wasn't really Kevin. I just made that up. But, or do I say stepfather? It's like, well, how part how big of a part was he in your life um you know i think truth just tell the truth oh do people know kevin as your stepfather great then let's just say that so people struggle with these certain things that they want to do or don't do um I, I think my best policy is stick to the truth well yeah and there's a lot of family dynamics right right there when you're talking about introducing people right. um right as well, but uh, and, and I think we'll get to that. But let's let, let's just stick to the music thing. Um, okay. Uh, I, I guess what I'm looking for my couples is I'm 
for must plays, I'm looking for 10 to 10 to 15, 10 to 20 songs of your must plays. And then, you know, give me 10 songs, you know, uh, of songs you hate. So uh, in the words of Joe Bunn, so, you know, give me 10 songs that if I play, you, you know, you're going to, you know, jump on stage and cut me up and stuff. So uh, I, I guess that's kind of what I'm looking for my couples because uh, it does give me the ability to, you know, be a little flexible with you know, what to play, what works, what doesn't work. Um, but again, I mean, you're a paying, you're, if, you know, if you're a paying, you know, obviously you're the customer and you're the client, you know, you're the bride or, or, or grooms or brides. And uh, it's, it's really up to you um, what, what you want to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny you say that. Why? Because I think one of the things they really struggle with is like, wow, it's up to me. Like, what do I want? Never really thought about this. I've never planned the wedding before. So it, it, it's a challenge for them. And that's where we come in and offer them. And I think, you know, most couples say, well, I'd like to dance this. I like dance that. I think one of the bigger challenges is, is in a ceremony. Oh, my God, what am I going to walk down the aisle to? What am I, what am I going to do my recessional to, my processional? Um, yeah, but we already kind of talked about that in a, in a past episode about, you know, the differences in the different genres and, you know, vitamin string, you have guitar, you got instrumentals, you got classical, uh, you know, different things like that. I think that's one of their challenges and their struggles. And, oh, what do I want to be introduced to when I walk in the room? You know, should it be the same song as the wedding party? Um, it can be, but but I would recommend that you walk into something different because you're the bride and groom, you're the, you know, you're the stars of the evening and let's highlight that. Let's highlight that introduction to, to what you want, to what, you know, um, expresses your personality or music um, taste. So um, these are the challenges I think they deal with. And at least I feel that I'm putting in my most input with them, you know, not, not, um, you know, they know a lot of times they know what their first dance is, uh, what they want to express to that. Um, uh, but when the evening rolls on, um, I'm more concerned about what not to play than I would offend them than what to play. Because, you know, you could read a crowd. Even if they gave me no music, I'll read the crowd. But I don't want to press play on something they don't want to hear if I but if I don't know, it's something they don't want to hear. Right, but if someone gives you like a song and says, hey, you know, I like old-time rock and roll and I like, uh, you know, uh, Journey, then that kind of would lead me down the path of, okay, so you like rock, you know, big hair rock, so you might like, you know, uh, sure. some White Snake, maybe some Bon Jovi, you know, Living on a Prayer, you know, uh, Jesse's Girl possibly, you know. You know? So to me, it kind of gives in that genre. If you tell sure. me you like... Uh, you know, Drake, then, you know, now I'm going down that hip hop, you know, uh, R and B type path. Uh, and that kind of gives me, you know, where I can fill in the blank on that as well. So I, again, I think it goes back to, you know, that, that conversation. So putting music in is important, but I also think having that conversation yeah, where you, again, you're talking about the experience of, of, of that reception and what they're looking for. And then there's a difference between cocktail and as Matt said, ceremony, you know, then you also have what I, you know, we, we like to call, you know, open the room. Then we also have dinner time coming out of dinner time. And I think all those different segments have different vibes. Am I right, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you want something more inviting, opening, upbeat, 
uh, when you open the room, you want people to walk in the room and go, wow, this, this, this is going to be a fun event. If you're playing like low key stuff, you know, low BPM, low key, low key, you know, welcome. Blah, 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 blah. It's like you walk in, you're like, oh, is this a party or a funeral? You know, you want that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, so to me, I'm with you. It shouldn't be maybe dance time right. high, you want but it, you want to go, what you want to walk into the room, go, wow, this is exciting. You know, you know, let, let's refer to something for a second. Remember Dirty, Dirty Dancing with Patrick Swayze, which I hope you do remember. And, that um, they kick open the door. Um, baby was bringing up the watermelon and you know, they're going to the secret dance party at night and they open the door and there's this incredible music playing and everybody's quote unquote dirty dancing. But when you open the door, it was bam, it was bam. This is a party. You know, there and then of course she weaves to the crowd and there's Patrick dancing, you know, with um um I'm sorry, her name evades me at the moment. Um uh, Cynthia Rhodes, the great Cynthia Rhodes. And you know, she's like, Oh my god, oh my god, this wow, this incredible place to be right now. And that that's what I would suggest is like when the people come in, they don't have to be dirty dancing. That's not what I'm saying, folks. We don't want, you know, Swayze, God bless him, he's gone now. But Yeah, but there was definitely, you could tell the vibe when you entered that right, space. Right, my point is you get it. We want that vibe that Swayze could be in the room. He could be there somewhere, you know, some modern Swayze, you know, you're dancing. But you walk in, you go, wow, the wow factor. This is going to be an exceptional night. Yeah, I, I, did I just do that? Did I refer to dancing to a great writing reception? I think I did. I think you did. Yeah, man. Wow. Wow. Cool. Kind of scary. Patrick, Patrick's looking over. For You're dating yourself too. Yeah, but I don't care. But Patrick is, <laughs> he's timeless. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so I guess when I, when I tell couples, you know, and there's a space where, I mean, if there's a specific, and that's one of the things I ask is during the planning process, you know, Hey, listen, I'm going to put these songs in the order, you know, play them in the order or play them in a place where I think they're going to do best. So if there's something special about any one of these songs, please notate it saying, hey, I want this play during dance time. Um, and I guess what it is is typically, like I'll give you, for instance, most of the time I find most of my couples, they want uh, one to two slow songs uh, and tops at, 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 during the reception time. So I'm, I'm looking for two slow songs. So if you give me nothing, I have something in the bullpen. But if you don't, but if you put down slow songs, I'm going to pick and choose, you know, based on what, you know, you're, you know, and part of my planning forms, uh, going, you know, going back to that, you know, information that you give your, uh, your DJ, you know, I, I ask percentages of age groups and what have you. And, you know, based on what the age groups, based on what we kind of talk about, then I select either, you know, maybe a new song and an older song or two new songs, or I play, you know, two older songs. It, it really just, this depends. But if you put down six or seven slow songs, I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of those are going to just make it into dinner. Time. Yeah, absolutely. I would too. But you know, it, yeah. you know, here again, if, if all of a sudden you find yourself into uh, three hours of dance time, which happens now and then, um, you know, if you're running hot for uh, three hours of just running hot with no slow songs is wow. You're either there, very young and you know and 
been drinking heavy to dance that long. But I, I find that people like to slow them down. It's something. Well, Matt, let's talk about that a little bit. So, you know, just so couples know, I guess a, a lot of people think of a slow song as, you know, and I get a lot of couples to give me that funny look when I say, yeah, I'm, I want to open the dance floor to a slow song. And they give me a look like, well, why the hell would you want to do that? And I'm like, well, think about it. You know, if you have 20% or 30% of your guests and they're over the age of 50, right. there's a good chance that they're probably not going to dance to a fast song, right? That's right but they might get up and dance with their significant other to a slow song because they all they have to do is what walk back and forth, right? right? So the chances of me getting everyone on the dance floor for that first set... It's very good. It's very it's good. Excellent, yeah. So if I come out, you know, out the gate, which a lot, which I have, actually I have a couple coming up uh, next week, um, who she wants me out of the gate going hard. Okay, cool. I can do that. But you know, I, when, then I guess, how do I transition those other slow songs throughout the night? Um, but you know, that's for me to figure out. But I, I guess to me, I can almost guarantee 99.9% .9 of the time, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, that I can guarantee a packed dance floor with that but first slow song. song. No doubt about it. Okay. You, you know, if there are a hundred DJs listening to us right now, you get a hundred different answers, but but I would beg to differ to say that most DJs. I look, I've been doing this for a long time, and um, I've never, and I will say this flat out, I've never had a hard time opening the floor to a slow song and not pretty much eighty percent of the room get up and dance to it. But I will challenge a DJ to say, if you played a fast song, whether it's old, new, or in between, 80% of the people are going to get up and dance to it. I'm a former dancer. I'll always be a dancer all my life. But you don't generally, the body doesn't go from zero to 60. It likes, it's like a car. You go first gear, second gear, you know, hit third and fourth and you're gone. But you got to go through the gears. Absolutely, Matt. So so I guess that's, you know, the slow songs to me, it's kind of like your, and it's also your dance floor reset. So, cause you know, think about dancing for three hours straight, who dances three hours straight. You know, I've gone to clubs in my earlier time. Nobody dances for three hours straight. You know, they get up, they dance, they come back, sit down, talk a little bit, same thing over and over. When you slow a room down, what's weddings are about? What are, they're about love, romance, right? You know, a couple getting together. It's okay to slow the room down, especially older couples. You get older couples to take that moment. Oh, my God, remember when we were married? And they get together and, um, you know, they dance, share that moment. And then, but I'm, I'm all about, I would not, let's say a wedding was there at 11 o'clock. I would probably not play a song, a slow song, unless for whatever reason. At 1030. At that point, I would try and take that last half hour, 45 minutes and end it on a high note. I could play the last song, a slow song, if if need be. But that last hour, you you, you want to pretty much end it on a high note. Well, yeah, exactly. So I'm usually typically, you know, I recommend that slow song in the beginning. I recommend that slow song if you're doing a cake cutting, bouquet, guard or any of that. It's kind of like the halftime seventh inning stretch. Yeah, it's like a halftime. You know, it's so so well said, Wyatt. It's it's a halftime. It's like okay, it's halftime. You know, go to the bathroom, take a break, 
come back. And when you come back, you know, you know, the, the band's going to be playing the halftime, singing a song and, you know, sweet Caroline. And we're all into it. And then we're going to, bam, we're going to hammer them from then on. I love that. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, my, my reset. So I, you know, I play that slow song and then I, I, then I, you know, I might, you know, build back up gradually to that more powerful, energized music. So I guess when you're, when, you know, my advice to couples is that when you're picking out music, you got to think about ebb and flow, ebb and flow. Like I lately, and I guess the reason why I bring this up is lately I've been getting a lot of, you know, customers, clients, couples saying that, you know, they give me all this great music and it's great music. But then I go through the list and I'm thinking in my mind, this is great for cocktail. This is great for dinner. But there's, you give, you've given me maybe like four songs that I, that I would consider dance time appropriate. And then I'm going back to those couples and I'm saying, Hey, listen, you know, I'm going through your list and I, and I'm looking at the music you're giving me and I'm telling you there's, I don't see enough music for, you know, you're, you're giving me more music than I'm going to have time to play because to me, all this music is for cocktail and dinner. And then they, after they go through the list and we start talking about it, they're like, oh yeah, you're right. Okay, great. So then I, then I start having a dialogue with them and then we start putting some, some other tracks down about what's, what would be good for, you know, for dance time. And again, it is your wedding, you know, but having these conversations with your DJ and MC is, is very critical uh, and, and being focused on on on, on those different yeah, things. Yeah, you know that, um, that that's what it's about. Why it's about information. It's about taking it like I need as much information from you as I possibly can uh, about this and about your guest. You you know, uh, with all due respect to brides and grooms, you you can't say really I I'm having 150 people and I know what they all like and don't like. No, probably that's probably not true. I don't, you know, I don't know. So if they if they give you a window to to feel them out and read them, um, you know, let's give me that license to do that. And if they do, it's it, more than likely it's going to be a um, successful uh, event. And, you know, try not to worry about what all your guests are going to like and not like. We want to know what you as the client likes, absolutely. But remember that you're inviting guests and hopefully you leave that avenue um, of expertise up to your DJ to read that crowd. Now, one thing and, is you and, talked about the three hour thing about how he, you know, had three hours to speak, you know, to, to talk to a client. I'll be honest with you, Matt. I mean, most, depending on how much my clients fill out on the planning forms, I mean it, that, and cause sometimes I get couples ask, well, how long do I need to allocate for this? Well, Basically, it, it's up to you. I mean, I don't put a time limit on those meetings. And the reason why I do is, is because I think everyone's kind of at, uh, at different stages of the planning process. Everyone has, you know, some people have, you know, some couples know exactly what they want. Some couples are like, eh, I don't, I, I just need some help being pushed left or right. And there's some couples who, yeah, they have no idea. They, they're, they're just, you know, they're just yeah. in love. They're ready to get married. They want to have party and then they want everyone to dance. And, and, right. and, and so I have couples in different planning stages. So personally, I don't want to put a time limit on my time with that couple. I want to spend as much time as it takes with them because their event is just, is believe it or not, uh, your, your wedding is, you know, somewhat, it's just as important to me as it is to you. I want that great review to me. Every wedding is an audition for the next. Um, so to me, I want, I want to knock it out of the park every single wedding. Uh, so to me, I'm not going to put a, you know, time up front, you know, you know, planning meticulously, 
is critical. To if, if there's anything we could say here in a nutshell to um, brides and grooms out there is, first of all, be honest. Be honest with what you like, what you don't like. Give all that information to your DJ and let it let us all, you know, put it all together. But don't hold back. It's better to throw 300 songs out and us get 50 good ones, you know, ones that you like, then throw two out and then throw the DJ under the bus. That I, I'm not a big fan of, Wyatt. That, oh, wait, you gave me two songs. I played what I thought would work. And, you know, it wasn't what you liked. Okay, but you didn't tell me what you liked or didn't like. Yeah, but I, I think 300 songs, then, then no, it kind of... I'm exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Okay, because I think it's kind of muddying up the waters. To me, there's a we don't want nothing. But right. We don't want too much. There's a happy middle. There's so that's happy, kind of, you have yeah. to figure out as a couple what that is. Yeah, yeah, you got to figure it out. And, and we're there to help. Um, we're there to uh, fill in the blanks for you. But, but pour it all out, even if it's, you know, a lot of, t here's what I get a lot is what's, what's, uh, what works, what doesn't work, what's traditional, what's not traditional, what's typical, what's not typical. It's like, that's all out the window. I mean, it's whatever you want. It's, what do you want? Exactly, Wyatt. It's what do you want? What do so, you want? Exactly. We're creating an experience for you. We've no, we kind of have an idea of what we've seen, what works, what kind of doesn't work. Yes, there's always surprises, I can tell you. We love surprises in a good way. Exactly. Uh, and, and sometimes we're like, I'm not too sure about this. And if, you know, we, all right, you say it, let's, let's give it a go. You know, and if it doesn't, we can always mix out of it, you know. But, uh, you know, usually I, I feel like I'm batting about 90, about 90% on the point. I'm not sure about you. Well, you know, I, you know, even this weekend, Friday, I did a wedding and um, I threw out a couple things a couple things and that was on the bride's list and and then what i thought might complement it and it didn't it didn't knock it out of the park but i i kind of mixed out of it went into some and it it all worked you know it you know it, it you just don't you know it all worked it all worked you you try it and you know if it if it's not working hopefully you're wise enough to kind of mix out of it early and then, and then go on to something else. But man, you know, uh, that, but that bride was extraordinary and brought an extraordinary amount of energy to her reception. So going back to our couple, so what are the tips we're giving out? So where tips are given out is think about when the music you, you're giving us is when, when is that song going to think about your wedding? When is it going to get played? Think about cocktails as being, you know, not dance high, but not dinner time low. You know, it's cocktails. It's supposed to be a happy hour, you know, fun times. It is still background music, so we don't want the volume too high, but yet we don't want a dinner time low. And then we're transitioning right. into, you know, uh, from usually typically from cocktails, we're going into introductions. So we want to change that mood because we're going into, you know, if you're, you know, in an indoor uh, uh, venue, then we want like to brighten the room. Like a, it's like a brighter feeling when you're going into that room. And then, of yeah. course, we do introductions, special dances, however that kind of works out. Then dinner time, we usually bring it down low. You should be able to talk at the at the dinner table. You want background music, so it can still be your favorites. Uh, and another thing, back to you know, we uh, to our, our our couples is you know, if you're not going to be there for cocktail hour, don't focus a lot of time on cocktails. Focus majority of the time on the time that counts, which is the times that you're there, the songs that you want to hear. You can give us a vibe for cocktail. 
you know, if you'd like, but let us do the, the heavy lifting on that. I would much rather have a couple focus their time on dinner and dance time, specifically dance time than, than any other part of the, of the, of the, of the, of the, of the well day. said. Um, so we got dinner, then we come out of dinner and we're going into, we want to pick things up, if you will. So in other words, we want to transition that people from sitting and eating to being excited that we're transitioning to dinner time. And again, if you're in different markets, you could, like if you're in the New Jersey market, you might have a dance time set in between courses. Uh, and if you have that dance time set, obviously, you know, things are going to be a little different. And that's usually typically where you, you can play some oldies or you can break the ice, you can you know, do a slow song. And then maybe later on, you don't have to open up with that slow song because you already played that slow song early on. Um, so that, that's definitely something to think about. But typically, I think majority of the, the United States, uh, you know, you're going from some type of, you know, dinner time toes, special dances into a dance time arena. But we want to be able to pick that energy from dinner and we want to raise that up. I mean, I, I mean, Matt, I think you're the one that told me about why well, just inch up the volume a little bit towards the end yeah. of dinner time. Just a little bit, not a lot, just enough to kind of make that transition. Yeah, Am I that's right? right. So, cause again, we want to change the mood. It's, it's, we're subliminally communicating to people, you know, differences happening throughout the event. So we do that through music. You can do it through lighting. You can do that through smells, tastes. It's all about the, the senses. And then once we come out, we dip out of that, then we're going into dance time, you know, and then that's, and that's kind of where we pick up the volume, we pick up the pace, uh, and we kind of want to formulate something for dance time that works for everybody. Well said, now, how are you doing? So Matt, uh, so, you know, I did talk about the online planning tools. There's lots of other tools that DJs uses. It could be pencil and paper. I recommend that you, yeah, yeah, I, if it was me, I would, I, if you're doing pencil and paper, I'm done. So uh, I mean, I want something, I mean, we talk about, you know, uh, one of the things couples always ask, do you have backup equipment, backup this, you know, what happens if you die on that day? You know, I'm not saying, you know, it's kind of, kind of sad just saying die, but anyways, so, uh, but if something happened to you, got hit by a bus, not that that's much better, but anyways, uh, you know, what, where's all this information at? Well, it's on a website, you know, it's shared. So, you know, you could log into it. I can log into it if I need to, you know, pass the baton to somebody else or, vice versa. It, it, the information is there, not in my notebook that's stuck in my car that's parked, you know, 20 miles away. Uh, through the internet. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then there's also other little companies out there that, you know, have other online planning tools and that type of thing. And there's different things, but I strongly urge couples, you know, find a DJ that does the online planning tools. Um, I, I also, my couple share with me that they're, you know, picking music way into the night. So you can do it at your own pace. Um, planning meetings are important. I think we've already kind of talked about that, you know, that, you know, meeting with your DJ, talking with your DJ, I find that a critical piece. Um, so typically, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, count, you know, uh, well, it's it for four hours or five hours. I mean, that's really what they're focused on, but they didn't focus on any of that planning part, which is the stuff leading up to your event. If I have to edit music, you know, specifically for introductions, like Matt, I think I just edited something for you. Uh, we cut up what her first dance. Yes. So we kind of cut it up. We took out some stuff that she didn't want. And, and again, can we do that with every single song? Not, not, not some, sometimes we can't, but if we can, we do. And, and we were able to put something together for her, shorten it up, got the important stuff that she wanted. We dumped the stuff that she didn't want and we were able to formulate something. And that was included in, you know, you know, it was part of the deal. 
Uh, and again, that, that's with me. It could be different for any other DJ. But again, we're talking about that talent level, that production level uh, uh, beforehand, before we actually did the event. So you got to think about that, that all those preparations leading up to the event. It's not just, you know, that four or five or six hour block so much more. of time. So much more to go into it. So yes. much more. All right. So, Matt, I think. Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. I wrap, I, hopefully uh, they got something out of this and um, let's move on to our um, next episode. Yeah, but next time, Matt, I want to talk about music, man. I, <laughs> I keep, This is like the second time we, we, we always get wrapped up, you know, of talking about other stuff. There's so, well, there's so much involved. I know. And, I just get know. so excited and talking about all these other things. But I really want to talk about music because music, I just, I think there's a lot of cool stuff that, that we can uh, reference when it comes to music. Okay, next episode. All right. Ed. Thanks, Matt. The Weddingzilla Podcast. Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Tons of resources are on our website, too. And you can submit ideas for future episodes. Visit theweddingzilla.com. Theweddingzilla.com. And stay connected. Stay connected on Facebook and Instagram. At The Weddingzilla. At The Weddingzilla. The Weddingzilla Podcast.